All right, mates, it's time for our friends at Body Science. And I'll tell you what, I think these cans are going to come in handy today. Yeah, the focus, the mental performance. I'm thinking I'm needing that after three days on the Gold Coast. So, uh, yeah, I'll be cracking that soon. Yep, we had them on the weekend as well. Uh, they are the ultimate solution for boosting focus and mental performance, whether it's on the field or even filming a podcast, mate. It has 160 milligrams of caffeine, a clean energy boost, power through your workouts. No sugar, no carbs, so we can enjoy guilt-free energy without unnecessary sugar and carbs. Give it a crack, mate. Rip Here into it. Go. Here we go. Oh, yeah. This is the Level Network. I'm Justin Hortle, joined by the yeah. Triple OG, Vitamoo Mason OG. We're back from the Gold Coast, mate. We are back from the Nines Premier League Tournament. Man. And we have come back with four L's. We did not get a dub while we were up there. But gee whiz. It was uh, fun. It was such a great event. Um, just want to give a shout out to a couple of people in particular. Uh, ex-teammate of mine, Ance Mitchell, we put on the whole weekend and, and his whole crew. Yeah. Uh, they reckon it's just great. It's almost doubled from last year. Yep. Uh, that was our first time being there, and yeah, there's a, you can tell there's a lot of work goes into it. He was yeah. super stressed. Uh, the little mud <laughs> running around the fields all day. A few injuries, which is yeah, sad, that young kid, the tip fib, mate. That was just it's a contact sport, mate. Yeah, uh, and you got so nah. many games there are going to be injuries, unfortunately. I think Birdie um, might have done his Achilles. Yeah, Birdie, Birdie was having tests this morning. Dislocated when I, finger. I gave him a call this morning, and he's hoping it's going to be Soleus and not Achilles. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was Achilles because Saturday night he was walking around all right. Okay. All right, then what, then what have been a little, a little bit of a kick on. There was plenty of fun. He is, he is known to carry on a bit. Um, also, I want to give a massive shout out to the RLPA team, Nudo, for um, having us a part of the team. With Tommy Simons, who was our coach, Keegan Hipgrave, Joey Nullivau, Donnie Singh, our old uh, trainer great. from Manly, um, and all the boys, uh, a couple of ex-teammates yeah. and uh, a couple of new boys that we met. And Mate, it was just fun, wasn't it? With, As yeah. I said, I always, always say to um, ex-players and stuff like, you know, Men need that tribe. You need that community. Yeah, and bring come back into that into the NRL community. I haven't seen players for like twenty years. You might have played played them your whole career. You know what I mean? You get that energy back, and it's great. We saw Richie Fayoso. Yes, yeah, I know the fuss is one of the greats. You know what I mean? Like even seeing Joey G and like all these other blokes. Chris Walker was up there. Like it was just you know what I mean. It was it's yeah. a good feeling just to have all that those those players back. And I think. This concept is really going to grow. Yeah, I, I think there's going to be a lot more teams being available. Mango and that couldn't make his team down because of the storms up north. Yeah. Thank God, because I think they would have won. You know, seeing Big Bob, Big Andrew Fafita and his brother playing. Yeah. Um, Will Smith. You know, just the names. I think I think there's going to be a lot more names. and um, We're not going to win it. Damn. Do you know what I mean? We were, and, and I would have felt bad if we did win it. Because, like, I think just, say, a local team like a Chugan or whatever – if they won, it's like 30, 30, 40 grand. So the team it's a lot won, of money. The team that won the uh, Southern Sharks, they've gone back-to-back back now. Uh, Sh- Was Mike, that Lattimore's L- team? L- Latsy's team. And they, weren't, they weren't that good. If we had turned it on, I reckon we could have got that. Well, you know what? Those boys, this is this is what they do have. So, you know, playing over Quick, the weekend, yeah. they're not 35-plus like we are, which helps. Latsy's my age. Uh, they were coached by a good mate of mine, Jimmy Green. We played New South Wales Cup together. Yeah. And all those boys played club footy together. Yeah, like so we were got, neck and neck with them, and then it was just like, I remember I got beat at, 
Out of my whole NRL career, I never got beat at A and someone dummied and went through. Well, I, I was wasn't going to was, no, say it, mate, hedging. but that's a non-negotiable. I, was, I know, I know. It was not, and I was like, I was hedging my bets because I was thinking, he's not going to dummy. And I thought the marker was going to work. Oh, no. Yeah. What happened? Oh, we're good to go. Oh, wait a minute. It was a false alarm. Oh, thank God. It was a false alarm. We're good to go. Um, we're still rolling. But um, Yeah, like I was just like exposed that Ain, I thought he was going to pass. I thought the mark was going to – it's still my fault. And he dummied and he went through. I was just like, fuck. I was sitting on the I line. was so filthy at myself. I was yeah. just like, oh, well, good play. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like whatever. The Southern Dogs played either the, the Reborn team and the Legacy team, the no two gyms um, that were stacked with NRL players as well. So Legacy is obviously – uh, Alex Glenn, Jordan Kahu, Normie, Chico, um, yeah, they were pretty Beale, good. Josh we Hoffman. had to play those guys, and we had to play the the guys who won. Southern Sharks, yeah, um, yeah, and we were just like, they, but that reborn team was good with Birdie yeah. and Toddy Carney and that. So and they were good, yeah. Like, Brad Sakarangi, yeah. they had a Fijian player. Speaking to Toddy about it because Toddy's um, captain coaching uh, the Byron Bay team again this year, or the team that he's been playing yeah. for the last couple of years, and he reckons the Fijian followed that. Stocky, yeah. he's like a. He was fucking hard. He was like a joke. He was like Olam. He was about the size of Jazzy Olam, yeah. right? but probably a little nah, bit bigger. Nah, he can hit. He plays rugby union on Saturdays and then he plays league yeah. on Sundays with Toddy. And we he saw a lot of talent up there. We just, if we get a recruit, right? Yeah. You just need a couple of like, you know, just say, imagine recruiting Matty Uto, right? Mm. Still plays touch, all that sort of stuff. A Luke Patton, maybe. You know what I mean? Some of those guys who can just fucking score. Play the ball, get out the back, and they'll be smoking blokes. You know what I mean? Like, I, lo- I don't I lo- know. I love those boys, but you could. You know the difference. You know why the Southern Dogs and and those sorts of teams beat us? They were young dudes. Play together, but they were willing to dive on loose balls. Yeah, I'm not touching a ball. I don't no, think I went to the ground. None of us, none no. of us older crew were, were diving. There was on a ball in the ground. I just looked at it for about <laughs> ten seconds. I was like, someone better get on this. Um, but yeah, great weekend. So thanks for everyone involved. Yeah. Um, well done. Well done to the winners. Well done to. Uh, Aunt Mitchell, Latsy, all those blokes. They put a lot of hard work into that. Yep. Um, so I yeah. think I think it's going to grow. It'll be great. For Can't sure. Wait for next year. Yeah, get the Southern Sharks, the teams are playing the final. I think they play yeah. seven, just eight that, games. I'm worried the teams are going to start stacking their teams. For sure. Yeah, well, they will, mate. Because, you yeah. know, the prize money is going to go up. I think the prize money will go up and uh, the attention that it got on, it was streamed on YouTube. Yeah. Um, everyone who was around was, um, you know, having a great day. And just and quality games, right? Like, our, just say <laughs> our quality – we couldn't get to the kick, right? We had no idea. Yeah, we needed halves. Other teams were playing some high-quality football. Yeah. Like, was... they were defending really well. Like, I was just like, wow, there's no way we're going to beat those guys anyway. Yeah, there was someone who we spoke to over the weekend and was talking about uh, a couple of ex-players that were watching it going, we want to be involved next year. So yeah. Even if they're not ex-players, I think some young kids or, or some teams from local areas will put a team together. And you'll and just see, like, to have some players that have played NRL just jump on a team. Yeah. Just to have a little bit of fun. That's what you want to do. You ideally want to be mixing, like, obviously... Jump, yeah, jump with some, young, like some younger kids who would, like, probably idolise you. Or, yeah. or, or Coogee Wombats or whatever, put and together just a team. And just get on their team. And get three or four OGs. Yeah, I reckon team. That, that would be the go. Mm. Um, speaking about wins and losses, mate, the Super Bowl is coming up and it is going to be presented in Australia here by our friends, our tab. You can join us with NFL Australia and tab for the official Super Bowl party on Sydney Harbour. We're going to be jumping on that Sea Deck 
exclusive 42-metre, three-level boat I've been talking 360. about. 360 degrees of the best panoramic sure. views of Sydney Harbour. Tickets are on sale right now. For more information, follow the link in the bio. And we're getting a rematch from a couple of years ago, mate. The 49ers are back. Brock Purdy, the yeah. game manager, <laughs> has beaten uh, the Lions, who had a 24-7 lead going into halftime. That's like the Broncos, few, eh? few big decisions from uh, Dan Campbell, whether he should have taken the field goal, gone. Look, he lives and dies by that. He does, the fourth he? and Fourth and ones, fourth and twos, but not to be. The 49ers are there, and I think even though they knocked out my Packers and the Lions this week, you deservedly... They've been a top three they team are the all better year, team, and I think it'll be a better Super Bowl with the 49ers against the Chiefs. You reckon? That was hard to, to oh, take I just wanted week. Baltimore just to get in there. Baltimore Super Bowl, but I love the Chiefs as well. I love like like Pat Mahomes is a freak. Kelsey's a freak. I love his brother Jason Kelsey. Yeah, how good is he that? Fucking like he does not give a fuck. Jumps out with Timberlands on, He's no shirt, and just skulls bitties. Chief Chiefs beanie. Yeah. Um, when you think about it, though, when you I love you that. Think about the script. There's no way Mahomes and, and Taylor Swift weren't going to be in the... Uh, in yeah, the what about all these conspiracies about the scripts and that, eh? Oh, the logo on the... You know, everyone was thinking Baltimore's going to be in the logo because the logo's got a little bit of purple on it. Mm. Like, come on. It's a coincidence most of the time. Um, oh, before we get into that too, mate, we also want to thank Jason for all his DJ equipment, high-end audio from factorysound.com down in Melbourne. Um, but back to the game, mate. Mm. It's uh, quite an interesting game. Really looking forward to it. Um, Who do you reckon? Mahomes and Reed and and Kelsey have been a big part of it now. The, it's very Brady esque, very Bill Belichick. Where two weeks off, so you can't give that coach two weeks off. No, Andy Reid to prepare. He's Andy Reid is never, really good he's after never, the He's never like lost or right? round one. Yeah, it's a ridiculous stat. Yeah. I don't know if it's been beaten in the last couple of years, but going into round one a couple of years. Oh, they lost to the Lions at the start of the year. Yeah, but I'm just saying just like on the two-week thing. Just no, so like a fresh start, is yeah. that's part of the stat oh, as well. Okay, okay. And Dubai, and, uh, and they, so they lost to the Lions at the start of the year. But uh, historically still, his record is unbelievable. And it's almost a bit like Brady. If you think back, like if you've been a fan for long enough, Brady's undoubtedly the GOAT. He's getting around at the moment. But I always felt like, in particular, we played a game against uh, – the Packers played a game against the Buccaneers where you, you end up beating yourself because mm. you've got that presence over there. Brady's sitting on the sideline looking at a tablet, not even engaged, not even doing anything on the field. Nothing. But I feel like there's pressure that just builds up with the aura that he's got. Yeah. And Paddy Patty Mahomes I is that next I think Purdy guy. is going to either play outstanding or just fucking awful. No in between? Yeah, there's no in between. He's not going to go one touchdown, nah. 220. Nah, he's just, just going to get demolished. Yeah, okay. like, or, or he's going to throw three or four TDs yeah. and like about 250, 300 yards and get like MVP. Mm, I like or it. Or it's just like Mahomes is just going to dominate like he did with Kelsey and then get all these other guys like Rice involved. Their, their defensive line's been unreal. Their defense has been unreal. That Sneed's been fucking smoking everyone. Yeah, Sneed with the big play on the uh, fumble. Yeah. Forced fumble. Winfield. On. Well, who's Winfield Jr.? Who's, who's he play for? A Winfield Jr.'s Bucks. Bucks, yeah. yeah safety so, from Buccaneers. He's been out for a couple of weeks. Yeah, but he but, got... But Sneed, Sneed would come up with a big play, forced a fumble on Flowers at the yeah. half-yard line that pretty much... It was all, it was a close to a dagger that far out. Kelsey's unstoppable, but they've got Kittle. Yeah, Kittle. But that's going to be a good matchup. Yeah, so who's the ba- – you know, can the 
Denzel Ward's and that stop. Um, not Denzel. Well, who's the Ward guy for uh, San Fran? Jimmy Ward. Jimmy Ward. I think yeah. Jimmy Ward's moved on as well now. Some one of the Ward guys. I think he's like a gun uh, DB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you stop Kelsey? Yeah. Yeah. Like he looked. He was on fire. Hufunga's. Hufunga's. And he's um, out for the year. He's been out for the year. So. They've, they've been a little bit scratchy. I, yeah. I think um, Dre Greenlaw got done in that game as well. Got to watch it back and, mm. and, and watch it back. But I'm looking they need their backers. To, they need their linebackers to stop Kelsey for sure, for sure. And, like and he and just finds space all the time. He just sits in the pockets. But then, but those blokes will they'll fucking put a helmet on you. Yeah, it's going to be some heavy hitting back, the yeah. Fred Warner. All right, uh, our YouTube subscribers are up to 20.5. Let's get it to 21K yeah. by then the next nice. week, please, before we get to the uh, Super Bowl. So remember to invite your friends, your family, tell them to subscribe. If you haven't done it already, do it for us because it all helps. Uh, we had a massive spike from the weekend from being up at the uh, uh, being up at the Nines premiere mm. and, and, and getting shared by, you know, all these um, friends and family and, uh, and all the different brands that were up there. We had a... A thousand extra followers from the weekend, so that was a great spike. Twenty-seven point four. Now we want to get to thirty k before Vegas, and remember to subscribe on Apple and Spotify and all the platforms. Um, all right, here's the show, mate. We've got a few YouTube questions to start. Right. We've got some big news on the North Queensland Cowboys. We are also going to break down the Sydney Roosters, the Newcastle Knights, and the Cronulla Sharks. I have my predicted lineups. We have the odds. Uh, I have a player to watch for all those teams as well. But before we get into it, mate, some big news from your club. Just broke. Yep. Uh, the Dragons have announced the signing of former Kiwi international Raymond Fatalamarana. He has been granted an immediate release from his contract with the Bulldogs. Uh, the Canterbury Bulldogs right. have agreed to uh, grant Fatalamarana a release so that he could take up the opportunity with the Dragons who have signed him through, through 2024 and 2025. So... Um, the Dragons are continually continually trying to add pieces uh, with Shane Flanagan, looking at a fresh start there. Uh, and you've had a lot to do with Raymond. Yeah. Uh, pros and cons, I suppose, or not pros and cons. How, does, how did this play out for the Bulldogs and how do you see it going for the Dragons? I think, Ray, just say the last couple of years, he's been very injury prone. The last, just say three or four years. Liz he's come Frank, off a really Liz bad injury. Frank, yeah. foot injuries, really lost that sort of, that real power. I thought he was going to have a great year last year because he had a full preseason. Obviously, the end of the year didn't finish very well, you know, for him. There was rumours about, you know, the, the scheduling getting leaked and all that kind of stuff. And I'm not, and I'm, this is all allegedly yeah. in my head, right? But he's copping most most of that. It always um, seemed to just be his name in there. It always it, it was, all, and it was, apparently it was always his name, and I'm yeah. pretty sure I can name about six players. Yeah, but I won't. You know, but they they'll throw his name got thrown under the bus. Ray's a great he's a great human, mate. He's he a good is. fellow, right? He's yeah. a really good dude. And I think this was the only way for him to move forward. Just a fresh start. Just a fresh start, mate, because like, you know, the coaching staff and everyone's there and they're you know, probably still looking at him a bit sidewards. Mm. You know, like You still think he's got plenty of juice in him if he I can think get he has. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Mate, he's he's built for the game. Mm. Good boy. Like he's about hundred and six kilos. Like he's ripped. He's fucking fast. Good blow, like he's got all the all the skills to be like one of the best props and back rows in the game. Does he have to transition to the middle now? You think with all the injuries, or do you, yeah, he started edge back row. Remember? He could, he could if he gets his pace back right, and that's the only reason why we did start him in the middle because like he was just losing a bit of um, losing a bit of pace on the edge. But he can still run those good lines on the edge. It's a great buy for um, for St George. Mm. He, you know, just he needs a fresh start. Yep, it's one of those things. It's a, it's, it's a. You know, he probably felt uncomfortable at the club, 
you know, thinking what what did the coaching staff think of me? Because there was a lot of rumours out there, you know what I mean? So it was just like perspective, perception on him was was not that good. Well, it's a bit like the Nofaluma situation, yeah, right? Like just, both of them have been great servants for the club yeah. over time uh, for very uh, different circumstances. We talked about it, the clip that you that, that Lukey posted with you just talking about, you know, how clubs can quickly move on. It's just That's just the nature of the business the as well, is, right? And there's always going to be cases like this, but there are plenty of cases and I always try to see the positive side in any of this because Same. I've been in that situation myself. Maybe Sometimes just, you need a fresh start. Maybe you just being a little bit stale there. Yeah. You know, and like, the, and, and then... The, and back to the Nofaluma, just quickly, sorry, mate. No, it's before okay. We, before I move off the Nofaluma situation, there's a lot of, you know, comments that I sort of didn't address, but yeah. the one thing I, I, I want to make clear for people that don't know, yeah, David Nofaluma might have, might have not been making the, the best decisions over the last couple of years, years at the Tigers, and, and we sort of... Sorry, what were, what were the comments? Were they negative? Or were they were they just about fifty fifty? Okay, about fifty fifty. Because I didn't, know, I was reading. I didn't really know what they were talking about. No, no, there was there was there was a mixed bag, and okay. that's understandable, right? Yeah, when of course, it's because it's like one of those things where you you've just got don't diehard know. fans who are tigers who uh, are filthy at what's yeah. happened over the last couple of years, but they're also diehard tigers fans that have loved Nofaluma because he's yeah. the leading try scorer. Yeah. So it was pretty split. But what what you know, the average fan don't understand, and you know sometimes things can get so bad at a club. That you just need to have that split in that new <laughs> marriage and get to a new club. Like I've seen people talking about, you know, how we threw out um, the Rabbitohs as a as a potential uh, fit, and uh, was it also the North mm. Queensland Cowboys? Mm. Um, I actually sent another couple, but it doesn't necessarily mean that because things weren't going right for him at the Tigers that he's going to carry that. No. That toxic energy to a new team. He needs a fresh start. He's a bit older. Maybe he's just looking for a team where he doesn't have to say shit anymore. Yeah. Shut up. Go to training, and then just be a nice, you yeah. know, veteran piece. Because he was team. on the wing that, and he was their leader, mm. right? You rarely have that in a game, in in your in your team. Listen to wingers forwards. Just the fuck off. You know mm. what I mean? Like you don't care. Like, but he was like a senior player, so he probably expected himself and like, oh, well, I've got, to, I've got to say something because he's mainly one of the guys talking in the huddles all the time. Mm. When you're a forward, he's always bringing energy. He's always bringing energy. Like he played like that, but like, as I said, like there's, uh, there's three sides to each story. You always say that. Hundred percent. And whatever's been leaked out, it's probably fucking way worse. It's probably mm. way worse. Mm. Like this is just the stuff that's been leaked out. Like and. You know, he's probably wanted out for a while. Yeah. Yeah. You there's know? always layers to it. You know, there's like it's this is just this is just the stuff that's we're allowed to hear. You know, like he's miss he, you know, he was sick, didn't ring up, turned his phone off, this and that sort of shit. That's you know, that's disrespectful to the club. That's just showing the club, but you just don't care. Yeah. You know, you ring the club up first. If you cared about the club and you were genuinely sick, you fucking you just ring the co your coach up, right? Yeah, for sure. And, and then he probably burnt, he probably burnt that, that bridge with Benji before that. You know, like he's like, well, I can't ring Benji. Who am I going to ring? Mm. I just fucking won't answer my phone. <laughs> like mm. it's just a bit, you know. It, yep. It's it'll be it'll be it's time for him. Time. Those, those are rumors at the end of the day. Yeah, so the, and, they're, and they're rumors. That that's what I mean. Yeah. So there's a shitload of rumors. I'm not saying anything happened. Yeah. I'm just saying it's allegedly and probably shit happened way worse. Yeah. Or on the other side, fucking might have might have been fuck all. Yeah. You know, so you just it's stories like this. Unless you hear it from fucking David No Faluna, Faluna, I'm not believing shit. All right, let's get some uh, positive energy here. Mm. Uh, this one's from NRL Nut. You guys are sick at this pod gig. 
Big shot, bro, to you fellas. Pumping up me in the morning. Normally I do questions, but I just really like this message. Uh, fucking love the new intro music. That shit go, gets me revved up instantly. Yeah, Lukey. Like a BSC energy drink. Have been an L1 from day one, so a big chur from me to you. Keeping it real as fuck. With this mean, with the mean as takes and honest analysis, I'm a 360 nerd as well <laughs> and consume all footy NRL pods. But truth be told, you legends are number one for sure. So sick to have you back doing again for 2024. Up the Warriors. Nice. The, I re- the reason I like this message, not because he's given us massive raps, which is also cool, but you know, you don't necessarily like sometimes um, people get it confused. They give us a rap and have to bring someone else down. I'm not about that, eh? Like, no. if you. If just this was so cool because not only is he, you know he loves all podcasts he's given us rap he's number yeah. one which is nice but he loves his 360 yeah. shout out to Braith yeah. and the crew at 360 you don't necessarily have to come and like tell us where the grouse and rip someone else which yeah. happens sometimes yeah, 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 yeah. you don't yeah. read the comments and sometimes we get comments like that and I'm not a big fan of those so um, I really wanted to highlight that one because I yeah, really appreciate nice. it all right let's get into some um a bit of feedback from mm-hmm. the Canberra Raiders. Um, and I'm interested to see what you want to say about this one, Mace. Yeah. This one's from Harry Wade. Toots isn't a massive loss. Jared Croker, by the way, is Toots is his yeah, nickname, yeah. so he's a diehard fan here. He hasn't really contributed much in attack for a few years besides an awesome foot, which is obviously goal kicking. The juniors coming up in the Raiders is amazing. We will be an exciting few years. Just wait and see. Top four calling now. Going to be some weird, unpredictable play styles. That's from Harry Wade. Totally agree. Totally agree. Like he's he's been through so many injuries, Jared Croker. He couldn't get back to his best. Hamstrings, groins, knees, everything like that. Like he needs his pace. He's a fucking outside back playing on the outs, playing left side center. Mm. You know what I mean? There was a couple of years there, probably like 17, 18, 19. He was fucking knocking the door down for Origin, but we had such good centers. But like – Did he come through on a lucky He just come origin, through and some of the injuries that he had – was fucking debilitating. And that's yeah. why he's retired. So yeah. I totally understand. Like, he, was, he wasn't nowhere near as good as he was during the 2010s, the start of it. That's why he had to retire. Still fucking – he still did all right. You know what I mean? Well, that's why held I disagree. Held his own. I, t- I, I disagree. I Because I, it's not necessarily – I'm just going from his peak from what – you know, I look, I look at what his peak was and then how he ended it. I'm like, well, fuck. That's what happens when you get, like, injuries that take meters off your pace. Yep. Shoulder I'm, injuries, I'm, knee injuries, hip injuries. Like, he's just copped it. Yeah, I'm attacking it from a different way. Yeah, okay, um, yeah. Way, though, but yeah, 100%. I think there are more talented players now in the lineup than what Jared oh, Craig yeah, was able yeah, to give. Yeah, yeah. But he's played over 300 <laughs> games. And they also lost Jack White, who's played over 250 games. Yeah. And I've been in situations where you can't replace that. 550 experience, games worth mate. of leadership and experience in the locker room. Makes you know how important it is no, by it having is. really strong leaders in the club. Yeah, physically, he might not have been the Jared Croker of past, but they were also losing a shitload of games. They weren't smoking he, started playing. he wasn't a liability when he was Before he started coming back, he, remember, he come back against that upset win against the Broncos, yeah. and he was solid in defense, but he wasn't great. He didn't no. have mad statistics, but he was in the locker room. Ready, and he geared yeah. up, and he chucked his boots on. He chucked his, his headgear on. And uh, that's where I think he'll Don't be Don't underestimate things like that, supporters. Like sure. just say his presence in the locker room, just talking to the young kids, giving some confidence, all this kind of stuff. You can't buy experience. Mm. He's got fucking shitloads. He's been around the game for ages. So they're going to miss him. 
And yeah, it's the, Tim, be the really Timikos important. and all that. I think Timiko really hit the Love scene last Timico. year. He yeah, talks about like, the juniors coming in the Raiders. So we got that Chevy so, Stewart. So got hopefully Xavier he's, on the, he's on the cast. He's, he's on the coaching staff. You got Trey Mooney. I'm not too sure if he's on the staff, but we got these young okay. kids that are coming through with the Raiders, and it's tough. It's going to be tough. I I have them predicted in the 13 to 17, 12, 13 to 17. And I think a lot of pundits do. Because they're not tried. And test, they're not I, tried and tested. I, I love. I love, look. They got still got great leadership in there. There's going to be. I can hear Raiders fans going to us. What about Joseph Tarpany? What about Josh Papali'i? Valid. Yeah. Jamal Fogarty. Valid. Right. Older guys that have been around for a long time. But uh, I've been in locker rooms before when you lose 550 games. Outside backs, 600 mate. Games. I know. I know they're getting, they've got the Timikos and everything like. But that's just one year. Mm. You showed us you could play for one year. I need to see five. Need to run it back. I need to see five. You know what I mean? You got to double this shit up. It needs to be the norm. You just carving up everyone. So everyone's going to be sort of marking up on him a little bit harder than they did this year because he's a fucking destructive runner. Mm. You know, like who's you know savage? Not that big a guy. I don't think. Well, now Jack Whiten was because Timical was on the right for mm. the majority. So Jack Whiten was on the left. So, so he would have got left? more opportunities. Yeah. Uh, who's left? Who's the left center? We had a, we last week yeah. we were playing around with Ethan Ethan Strange a little bit maybe Sebastian Crisp goes back to the centres yeah. um, and they give one of the young kids a crack at fullback still a lot to be seen but I am excited and look even though I give out these predictions they got a, yeah they got some young good kids we're in do. February and a shitload can change and someone can emerge and you know I and you, you, I you don't might, root for any team like you might get another Tim Mako yeah you, know? you might get another like just a freaky outside back they're yeah. good at that Xavier Savage could Canberra's, could have a, Canberra's bounce fucking back great at that yeah you know like little Todd Carney coming through Joel Monaghan coming through those blokes just where the fuck these guys come from mm. they carve the shit out of you Train big, out, yeah, big outside backs. Big forwards like Papali'i and all that, you know, like they just they just breed them down there. It's a, yeah. it's a nursery. So who knows who's coming through? They've always got something. Yeah. And like I said, just because I'm uh, making these predictions in February. Anything. It's February. Fuck, we made – my predictions was Cronulla in North Queensland in the grand final. Yeah. What happened then? Yeah, let's, how did that work out? We'll talk about Cronulla <laughs> and see where you've got them finishing this year because yeah. a lot of people were asking who else is going to fit into your top oh, eight because you've got mate. six teams in there already. All right, this one's from Mr. Super Steely. Moses has come out and said he would play six for New South Wales. I don't mind that idea. Keen to hear your thoughts, boys. So the incumbent six who got the job done in game three, 33, 34-year-old Cody Walker. The other six who Cody took the job from in game three Luai. was Jerome Luai with Nathan Cleary for a number of years. Um, there's also uh, been rumours that Madge Maguire is interested in getting Jack Whiten back on board, uh, involved in, in rep footy again, and uh, Matty Burton, these sorts of players. You like the idea of Mitch Moses and potentially Nathan Cleary in the halves? No, no. I mean, Jack, they tried Jack Whiten, remember? Yep. And it... He's a runner. Mm. So your left side centre is just a waste of time. So Jack just gets a ball done. He just goes, you know, he's a centre, I reckon. You could play, play left side centre in New South Wales. But they've got gun centres. Like Jack needs to fucking figure out where he plays. Oh, no, I said Moses. Yeah, and not even Moses. I'm yeah. just saying, but like Jack's sort of a runner. Moses is a runner as well. Like he needs a direct team. Not, 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 yeah, yeah. not a runner like not, Jack. Not like Jack White. But he, yeah. he, he attacks both sides. He's going to be limited to one side, whether it be the right or left. So like Cleary's fucking everywhere but he dominates the right you I know think, so i think they could be adaptable those two together. could be but he's, he's he's a small body he's never played six in his life mm. not not being not being a pro i've never been i've never been too fussed in the whole seven and 16 i think if you've got like a style of footy player 
Like I think if you look at Nate's strength over the last couple of years and it was shown in the grand final, the way he was playing with Jerome, he completely switched to flicked the switch and went to played six basically. Yeah, played but like it takes took Cogger out of the game and and and, uh, and Luai right. And Luai. They had pretty off games. Because well, I, I thought it Cogger brought Nathan into the because he was just playing running. more direct. So I think you know if greatness, as you know, you've played mm. with plenty of great players. Like just say if if Joey was playing with. Um, like Noddy, for example. Sean do you think, Rudder. Do you think uh, Joey couldn't have played six or, or one of them couldn't have played six together? I just think it's the, I don't know. Like, I just think he could play six. Yep. Like, there's no doubt in my head because they, they play similar roles, right? But he's just going to be sitting on one side. You know what's a better example? That's what sucks. Sorry, before, to cut you off, yeah. I'm thinking one now. It, it's probably more similar to Cooper Cronk and Jonathan Thurston, seven and six. Yeah. Both of them played seven. Melbourne Storm and North Queensland Cowboys. And then Joe, but JT and then JT comes JT. in and plays six for Origin. More of a ball runner than Cooper Cronk. Cooper Cronk probably plays more on ball, more structured. And let's JT do his And I work. think Moses' running game is his strength, right? Yeah, so do I. And if you do put him there, at least he can run. Yeah. Like Cody Walker's good, but they're probably looking at the future. Cody yeah, Walker's sure. going to be 34, right? Yeah. He, he's not going to be one of the first people picked unless he comes out of the blocks and dominates, right? Mm. They're off Luai. Well, uh, Freddie was. Madge, clean slate. Okay. Well, that's a bit different. So it's going to be yep. out of those two. Yep. But, you know, we just need to see a little bit more of like of Moses at 5'8". At but then you've got Dylan Brown. Mm. But I, I, think he could, he, I think he could play when you simply put him in the role there and he can actually fucking run. Because he's a runner. He goes down short sides. He see, he's one of the best three on twos. He always makes the right play. He can dummy. He can beat the big guy on the short side. You know what I mean? He's fit as hell. He keeps attacking. He could play. He could do a job. You know what would sort of help too? I'm just trying. I've been thinking about it as we've been talking as well. They both predominantly they both predominantly play right. So one would have to flick. I'd say probably Moses is going. Cleary would keep his spot. Moses, Moses yeah. would have to go over to the left. But if you think about over the last couple of series, specifically when Jerome and Teddy have been the fullbacks, Cleary's even Cookie, right? Cookie's not a great kicker. He's sort of been isolated as the single kicker. Mm. So when you have Mitch Moses there, that's a lot better kicking option than what Jerome Law was. Way better kicker. And, and Teddy doesn't really offer you a kicking no. game from fullback if Teddy's going to be your fullback as yeah. well. So there's another pro to it. No doubt in my mind he could play six and how they can how, how they play him. Because like, your example before, I just think he can play direct. Yep. He gets a little bit wider from the ruck. It's hard to make breaks around the ruck when you're first receiver. You know what I mean? Like you're just passing the ball, passing the ball, passing the ball. If you get a two pass, you know, he could be like Jake, – Jakey could be going the line – Lead him out the back, back. Teddy out the back, gives it to him. You know what I mean? That's the sort of shape he's going to get. He's getting a little bit wider. Yeah. He sort of did his best work. I remember last – remember, think about game three, right? Yeah. Sitting down that sh- short side, Kalal Montangi, who else was the centre? Uh, who was the right side centre with him? Stephen Bradman? Crichton? Oh, no, yeah, Stephen Crichton. Crichton. Bradman was on the left. And they – Moses just kept on running short, short side shape yeah. down that right yeah. edge. And then Cody Walker off the back of that was having Joy swinging yeah. to the left without him. So – there could be something. He could know? just fucking play, right? And, and I wouldn't be opposed to Cody as well. Like, I, whoever plays the best football. If, if you uh, like, I know you, you're trying to blood players as well. And Moses is a better age, but at, at the end of the day, you now, need to win. Who at the moment now? Who is win. coming through? Yeah. Who? We're just like we've got a bunch of guys. Like, you know, Jack's retired. Um. So Moses is there. Cleary's there. They're both same age. What twenty six? I think something like that. Mm. You know, um, Cody yeah, Walker's thirty four. 
30, yeah. 30 about oh, 28, shit, 29, yeah. yeah. So they've been around for a minute, right? Yeah. So we go, we don't have any young kids in New South Wales. We don't have a young Sam Walker mm. who's going to be pushing that. Tommy Dearden. We don't have a Tom Dearden. We don't have Ezra Man. We don't yeah. have that. They're all, they're all young. We fucking don't have anyone. That's why, <laughs> you know, Cleary's going to play Origin until he's fucking 35 easily mm. if we don't have anyone else. You know, like we don't have a 5'8". Like Luai's like, he's, he's, he's played. He hasn't but it was probably, it, but, but it's probably sense, because yeah. like he's been, you know, the combination with Luai For sure. and Yo, right? That's that's the yeah. reason that would have helped. You and know, fucking helps, mate. It's all about combinations. Yeah. You know, like so it's like, okay, well, what do we do now? It's not. Wor- it's obviously not working. Mm. It was working for a little bit. Now Queensland seem to be on top again. Moses and Cleary, I feel like it could work. Couple yeah, of years, good friends. Yep, feel like they'd know each other pretty well, wouldn't they? All right. Um, sorry, I just don't know how. Speaking of going to youth, sorry, when he goes, how's he going to prove himself? You just got to fucking. You like, can't really. You, can't, you, just yeah, like, get, you just got to Dylan get, Brown's like just fucking going halfway for a bit. You've just got to project. Yeah. Like you've got to. Madge's got to have a conversation with Moses if indeed he does yeah. want to play him at six and go. All right, what style of play? What style of footy do you want mm-hmm. to play? Nath, are you comfortable with playing with a guy probably a little bit more on ball? Um, Moses understanding that it's Nath's team. When, mm-hmm. when, in, when in the past, probably Mitch has run pretty much every team he's been at. That would take. You know, and does and that's who, a strength of Jones. Who plays hooker? It's a big deal with yeah. Cook. Cook's a fucking runner. He never passes it, hardly ever. He just quit. if one person's down, he's gone. Mm. Where Appy, he'll run a little bit and he'll fucking be attacking the other side of the ruck. You know what I mean? He have he has all these other little tricks where Moses is always a good support player, mm. and so that's is Cleary. So with Appy's playing, I think those three. Could be the could be fucking the best spine. Yeah, depends it. who they pick a fullback. How's Teddy going to be playing? So Teddy's yeah. the incumbent. He's the captain. He deserves it. But we still got beat. We it's got tough. beat. It's a tough one. It's for tough. Marge. And who's right. and the who you talk about? Who's, it, who's knocking? Who's knocking the fucking door down to get the number one spot? Probably Dylan Edwards and Scott Drinkwater. They're the ones. And I'm not sold on them. Mm. Not yet. Mm, okay, we'll see. I'm how not, the so, I just start. I just need to see him play. I, I need to see like. I know what Dylan Edwards is going to bring. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, but like, it ain't nothing that Teddy can't do. Yeah. But drink water. Drink water. That's a different. Drink. That's a different beast, that kid. Yeah. He comes out like it was a couple of years ago and dominates like that because him down short sides that much. Him Moses and Cleary and you know, like you know like a Teddy and like just that seems good. Yeah. It almost be the balance is important because you don't want to be too Very ball important. playing. Yeah. And it's going to be hard because you're going to have a Victor, you're going to have a Cam Murray in your, in your forward pack as well. You're going to have a Jake Trebojevic. Yeah. Your Junior Paulos, your Reggie, you know, big Reggie. Like, who's going to, who else is going to be playing front row? Payne Haas. Payne Haas. Yeah, sorry, Payne Haas. Well, he doesn't pass. He doesn't pass. He's just a fucking bull. But Cam Murray passes. Yeah. Liam, Liam Martin's a dog. Mm. And you got fucking Jake. Jake, you got to stick with Jake. He's the key. You like Jakey. Yeah, like just, but he knows he knows how to get a bit wider. And Cam Murray knows how to play tough. And he hits mad holes on the edge. Imagine fucking Moses with him on that left edge. Well, we've and got, got a Steve, guy. And you got fucking Crichton as well. We've got Angus Crichton we're about to talk about in the Roosters as well. Um, before we get on to that, they're the team coming up next. North Queensland have announced Reuben Cotter, the dog of all dogs. The dog. And Tommy Dearden as co-captains. They are the youngest co-captains in the club's history. And they are both local junior boys. Uh, Reuben Cotter from Mactown, Mackay. And Tommy Dearden from Toowoomba. So both boys, Queensland strong, Queensland affiliations. That's great. Um, which, I, so when you get a couple of young co- co-captains coming through, there are also a couple of OGs now that yeah, find not, themselves in a bit young. of a predicament. They're not young anymore. Jason Tomalolo and Chad Townsend. So 
Do you like the move from the Cowboys? And where does it leave Tomalolo and Chad Townsend moving forward, do you think? I think the writing's on the wall for Chad Townsend. Is it more of an indication of the young boys deserve a crack? Or yeah. is it like well, it's the future of the game? Mm. Like Tomalolo's probably got about three more years in him. Three or four years. Townsend probably two max. And maybe not even there. I know Tamalolo's going to be there. I don't understand. Who's that uh, journo? What was his name? Come, uh, out, come out in the weekend? Carianus. It's just disrespectful, right? Mm. I don't know if he's after fucking clickbait or anything like that. But, like, have some respect. He's been the, one of the best forwards in the game for what? How long? Ten years? I would say for at least five of the last ten years. He's been yeah. the premier front. And, like, just premier say, middle. like, he's he should, at what, take a pay cut? I'm not sure, like, what, what he said. Um, I'll, I'll slightly summarise it. He, he said on SEN that um, they're not getting banged for buck out of tomorrow based off he's last been, year. He's been banged up a little bit, right? For sure. Played yeah. over 250 games. He's given his heart and soul to that club. Tomorrow right? has got four more years. There's a the reason why his body's banged up. Every time he's fit, right, they dominate. So have some fucking respect and understand the game, mate. Mm. Oh, he's not putting bang for buck. Shut up. He puts bums on seats. Everyone wants to watch Jason Taumalolo still. I want to watch him because he's such a freak. Mm. He's just been banged up a little bit. Like, don't disrespect guys like that. I hate it when they try and control the narrative like that. He doesn't deserve that. All he's been is a fucking role model to North Queensland and Polynesian kids, and they all want to play for Tonga and everything like that, and you have the fucking audacity to say that he's not banging for his buck. Mm. Just shut up. You know what I mean? Like, report on the game. Report on the game. That's it. That's all you can do. Don't try and question his, like, how he's playing. You don't have the right to. Well, we had a look at the stats too. Look, on the uh, on uh, last week when we were talking about the Cowboys and the difference between J- Jason Tomalolo yeah. playing a certain amount of games is – When he plays 20-plus, they make semifinals and nearly, you know, he's been – he's taken him to two grand finals. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's been an absolute – there's been no one like him. I think he'll be able to transition into that sort of leadership, less minutes role. That no, they just sort of playing 50, 60. You know, they're, 50, they're trying 60 to start to do that. They did that a couple of years ago and he just dominated. Yeah. And he makes 200 metres by himself easily all the time. Yeah. Don't, don't give me that bang for your, for your buck. He's already, he's, already, he's already paid North Queensland back. When he was dominating that much, he should have been on 1.5. He was mm. underpaid. Yeah, he was underpaid yeah, for a Underpaid lot, for, for those four or five years. years. He should have been on one and a half. He got, they got him cheap. Mm. So there's your bang for your buck. That's what happens with these long terms. We talked about this. This has yeah. come up when we talked about Tina Fasil Malali as well. It's yeah, you happen. might be playing less at the start and, and he's killing it, but just remember at the back end of that contract, the reason you locked him in and the reason yes. he stayed for those four or five years or six years or whatever it may be, for less money than what his value was, yes. was you're going to get something at the back end. So and imagine that's just if the Tam, nature of the business. signed a four year deal, right? At a million dollars, and then he hit his prime. You're getting him like one point three easy, mm. one point like that's how good he was playing. Well, so they were you able got to him win a grand final. So you got him. So you got him cheap. So you got him cheap, right? That's how it works. Don't say bang for a buck now because he's on a million dollars. He's worth everything, yeah. every single cent because what he brings to the game. Everyone wants to play like Jason Taumalolo. You know, he's one of their favorite sons. He's one of the best players to ever play the game. Have some respect and don't say shit like that. And he's a highly respected team. He's a very team. highly respected, most humble superstar that we've ever had. And you still have the balls to fucking have a crack at him. Mm. Just shut up. All right, mate. Let's get into the Sydney Roosters. Uh, this was a fucking good lineup. This, this was bad. the hardest lineup for me to get thus far. 
Um, I know we've got some big teams coming up after this one because we're going to get into the top four. Mm. But this is position seven, six and five from last year. The Sydney Roosters 2024 gains Dominic Young and Spencer Lenu. Outstanding boys. See how big he's looking, Dominic Young? Dominic Young's looking good. Get in the back row. Jesus. Oh, you reckon? Fucking you reckon eventually he might move to the back row? he's built for a back row. I think he's still a little bit like a, a bit too awkward for the back yeah, row. Yeah, I know that. But like he's It'd so, be like he's playing Ockenbore in the back row where it still just doesn't look yeah. quite look right. Um, 2024 losses. Fletcher Baker, Jackson Bolo, Paul Morovsky. He went to lead Rhinos. Oh, sorry, Fletcher Baker went to the Broncos. Jackson Bolo went to the Seagulls. Paul Morovsky went to lead Rhinos. Drew Hutchinson, Mudders, he's gone to Bulldogs. Jakey Turpin's gone to the Bulldogs as well. Corey Allen went to the Dragons. Nathan Brown went to the Seagulls. And Ben Thomas is unsigned. So my predicted lineup, and this was so tough. Front row and the outside backs. Teddy's obviously number one. I think Dom Young is the probably him and Joseph Manu are the locks on the wing. They'll probably be the right side, Dominic Young and Joseph Manu. But on the left side, no. you've got to pick between whatever your combination is of I put Billy Smith. I think Billy Smith. I love Billy it. Smith. Billy got a contract extension for only one year, though, because he's yeah. got that injury history. And then Joseph Swali'i and potentially Daniel Tupo, the OG, the leading yeah. try scorer, what is, you, will be fighting it out for that wing spot. I know. It's going to be hard. Or do you think Joseph – or there could be Roosters fans that envision Joseph Swali'i playing centres, Billy Smith being the backup. That's what I think. And Daniel Tupo wing. Yes. What do you reckon, mate? That's what I think. You know, Billy Smith, you know, I mean, like – those other guys are all tried and tested. He had a he had a breakout year last year, but far out. I don't know. I'm not sure what they think. You put Suwaliti and Joey Manu. Mm. Swali didn't look that great. He did, in the no, he did. He, he didn't. No, mm. but I mean, you just got to start him in there. There's a lot of pressure. And he wasn't getting too. any ball, was he? And there was a lot of pressure around all the. I love him on the wing position. because the play twos are so important. Mm. But then Dom Young, I love that guy as well. Yeah, I think Dom Young's a lock. He signed for three years, so he's. Sweating. He didn't come to play reserve grade. No. And they didn't sign and him for three they, years. Would they disrespect Toops like that? They love him. Yeah, this is a tough one. Surely, so like he's he, he might be. I've got both the OGs out. I don't know. I've got both the what, OGs out. What do you do out. with Suwali? I got. I'm playing Suwali and Billy Smith, and I've got the OG Toops, who's uh, who was extended last year with Jared Rear Hargraves for a couple of years, and I love Toops. So, we had some good battles against Toops, you know, during my time at Manly, and and I got so much respect for the leading try scorer of the Roosters. But wow, man. For me, I think he's he's the backup option. I think if you're if the Roosters are serious uh, about you know giving this a competition a shake up, I've got a couple of the OGs not a part of their best seventeen. In, right, come in on, mate, you're probably not going to. I know yeah, you're not going right. to like this one as we go forward. Uh, Kez, Luke Keary, and Sam Walker figured it out in the halves, but Sandon Smith will indeed put some pressure in there because he played some good footy at the yeah, back end did. of the season. Um, Lindsay Collins, and I've gone. Spencer Lenu starting straight away for the yeah, Roosters with, with Brendan Smith. Uh, I've gone Angus Crichton, who got better as the back end of the season went on, and plus he had to deal with everything that happened at yeah. the start of the year. Nat Butcher as the other back rower. Victor Radley as the lock. So with that, I've got the young kid that I he loves, Siwa yeah. Wong, and Satili Tupanoa missing yeah, out. I've yep. got them two fighting for a bench spot. I've got Terrell May and Jared Rorea Hargraves starting uh, – um, competing for a bench yeah, spot. One of them's going to go. I've got Egan Butcher. I think he's a lock. I like Egan Butcher. I yeah. think he's a lock on the bench. I could be wrong, uh, uh, but I feel have a feeling that Jeez, you know everyone within the Roosters loves the potential of Egan Butcher, and plus he's a lot more versatile than all for all those other players can play middle, edge, or uh, front row. He's like a, in a pinch. Wong. 
He's like a Siwa Wong. For right? sure. Siwa Wong's probably the next best. And then I've got Connor Watson, who got extended for a couple of years, fighting for that 14 jersey with Sandon Smith, who was really good in that role last year. So Shit. a really good lineup, mate. Um, That's probably the best 21 or 22 in the game. Yeah, so far, easily. I haven't got to the top four teams yet. Like, but you've got 17 first graders in that. Like, you know, you see most teams, they've probably got like 13 or 14. I reckon they've got 22 starters. So I'm saying, but you, like, you've got 17 proper starters. Well, the, if I've, you go through I've any of the bottom four, that the would bottom start four, you're teams. like, you're not starting in any of these Like, teams. look at, so just in, for instance, Dom Young and Joseph Swartley play. I can't, I, can't just, get my, I can't get my head around the back five. Just say my back five, Daniel Tupo would start for the Knights and would look over. Sione Katawa and, <laughs> and, every, and, and Renato Multale probably might struggle to make that team. But um, there would be a lot of teams that he would start for. It'd be the Parramatta yeah, Eels, be the Cowboys that on, we talked about. On He's leaving. That's mm. the thing. Well, there. He's leaving. That's interesting. That's the thing. You like, you well, you're, well if, you're, if you're going, like, you're going to play reserve grade. But do you also want to win? And is, yeah, and is he like you got Dom Young option? and you got Toops. Mm. Like, Still as good you said, like, just say, like, Suli had a decent year, but it wasn't like fucking breakout killer year like he had before. It took him for it ages took him to get a little over bit all the rugby union yeah, stuff. Yeah, it took him a while to get there. And then they put him in the centres and he was getting early ball and he just wasn't doing that much. Put him on the wing where he can just sort of run in those play twos and threes. Then he fucking looked good. Mm. But where he can't have... He's not right side center, Joey. Joey Manu's got that locked down. Billy Smith probably deserves his spot. Yeah, but so you do? Do you agree? Do you think it's between Swale and Tupo for that last spot? Bill, you think Billy Smith will get? I center? think Billy Smith will be under the pump. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I just think he had a, he had a, he had a breakout year, but that's one year. Yeah, it's true. And other, he only got these, extended for one yeah, year. Yeah, these other guys have been playing for five years, and their guns like they. I don't think well, Swale hasn't. Swale. Well, Swale's Swale got what he's played he's third a year, and he's it's a just like. Do you want to win? Of yeah. course they want to win the Roosters. Yeah. Could he play left centre? Of course he can play left centre. Yeah. Who's outside him? So yours is Swali in Tupo on the wing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Interesting. That's Let hard. us know, Roosters fans. Who's, who's back five do you like better? Obviously there's going to be injuries, Tad- injuries as well. Yeah. James Tedesco. Of course there's going to be time to come in. I've got James Tedesco, Dom Young, Billy Smith, Joseph Manu and Joseph Swali. Yeah. Mace has got James Tedesco, Dom Young. Joseph Swalee, Joseph Manu, and Daniel Tupo. Yeah. Um, and then I've also and, and for my best six, team, mate. Five, six, six. For my best team, I'm leaving Jared Rui Hargraves out of it too. Out of the team, right on. He's next in. He's next in line for me. I've got. I'm playing Spencer Lenu up front with Lindsay Collins. Um, I've got uh, Connor Watson, Egan Butcher. I love Terrell May. A lot of clubs are coming after Terrell May too, including your Bulldogs. Uh, uh, apparently, mm. are really after him. And I really like that young kid, Siwa Wong, that you've been uh, talking about Man. the last couple of episodes as well. So when you've got a, pre- a presence like Jared Rear Hargraves, yeah, he's going to play footy. It's the middle. He's going to he's going to be required to at some him, point. Mate. Do you think he'll be part yeah. of their round one squad? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's earned so much respect in the game and especially at that club, he drives that culture, Hoz. Mm, he drives know. the culture. So it's like you can't have him just driving the culture and then not playing him. Like he's about that shit every week. You start him, and if his if his numbers are off, and he's not playing that well, and he's giving away penalties and everything like that, they're enough. the words that he's going to have to have. Like, yep. and I don't care who start that. Lindsay Collins and Spencer Lenu, they need to be going at it. Two young bulls to get that other starting spot. Okay, because I think Jared's earned that right to be so the starter. Be, would you be Jared and Lindsay or Jared and Spencer? Because Spencer is it, it's going to kill him his whole career because he's so dynamic off the bench. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Like, and then but he's this got, is his first opportunity, really, because he was never going to start over Leota and no. Fisher-Harris. 
So now he gets well, that's a proper why he has to go. And, and I'm pretty sure I'd love to be seen a wrestling session there. They'd be mm-hmm. going hard as hell. Back row is going to be hard because I like Crichton and I like Siwa Wong and I like Egan Butcher and I like Nat Butcher and I like Tupanua. Mm, Tupanua. He's Tupanua a couple of years ago was a gun. He could hit like a rock, runs mad lines on that right side. So that right side's going to be stacked and they're going to have to miss, they're going to miss out because Siwa Wong's a right side back rower. So is Tupanua and so is fucking uh, Egan Butcher and yeah. Nat, or Nat Butcher. Egan play left. So Angus predominantly plays left. Uh, Nat was a bit of a swingman. He played yeah, but he's mainly on the right because your right arm carry, left palm, right foot. Siwa Wong was versatile enough to play because you know when you're a young kid, you don't really have he a cares, set edge no anyway. Positions. So you got to come in and play wherever you got to play. You just got to build um, these combinations. But Tilly Tupanor ended up playing a lot of middle too. Like he, but when he came back last year after the injuries, well, they put him in the middle. Well, what as well. happens now because of these big boys are not fit enough to play in the middle, and they just get it's pretty it's intense, right? Mm. You get a Tupanua who's, you know, 105 kilo maybe. Yep. You can move around the ruck really good, put put shots on. Good and you, footwork. Yeah. You know, they're the sort of builds that you sort of need now. As I said, like, you know, you've got to be so fit to be in the middle these days. So you're not going to be looking for the, the six foot five Tino. Mm. You know, like they're an anomaly now. It's such a good 22. Like, you know, 21. you have a look at like Fisher Harris and Leota. They're fucking, there's no fat on these kids, no. on these blokes. No. Like, they're about six foot two. Like, they're not massive, right? We definitely could have used him in the nine tournament, that's for sure. Yeah, My good. predictive finish, mate, fifth to eighth. I've mm. got him in there just knocking on the door of the oh, floor, like but it. obviously making the top four wouldn't surprise. Got a question here from Samstagram. Does a harder draw to the start of the year benefit the Roosters given how they finished finish last year and sort of started the last couple of years? So I'll run through their top their first four games, Mace. They play the Roost, they play the Broncos, obviously, mm. in Vegas. Then they got Manly when they returned to Australia at four Jeez. pines. Then they play South Sydney at Allianz. And then they play the Panthers at Allianz. In your head, you're just going, can we, can we get two? Can we get two? We'll try and get two. And, but be competitive every game, yeah. right? You're not going to get pumped or anything like that. So it's good to have those games. I'd actually prefer because, to start Yeah, because you'll know where you stand. Yeah. You know, if you're going to play like, you know, lower teams, like the lower four, you're like, you expected to win, right? And you mm. probably will end up winning, but like, won't bring the best out in you. And you're going to be scrappy at the yeah, start Yeah, very too, scrappy. Right? So when you're playing against the Penrith, when you're playing against the South, it's that rivalry game. When you're playing against Manly, another rivalry game. Yeah. Brisbane, another rivalry game. Mm. It fucking hardens you straight away. And if they can get four or three, Three's massive. three out of those, those games, then it's mentally, then you get them the next time. Mm. And it's a fucking different game. Yeah. Like you might, you might out physical, like Penrith maybe. Yeah. And then you're like, we've got these guys. Or you might get fucking bashed. Yeah. You know and what you, I mean? So it's a, a real it's a real Littman's test when you're just like, all right, let's see how good we are. See how good we are in the preseason. All right, it's working. Whatever we've been working on, because everyone's just working on different stuff, like different combinations and all that sort of stuff. So it's like, okay, it works. They you know, then you pick your fitness up and everything by around about round eight, you're fit as hell. But you need those hard games. You don't have you don't want to have Canberra in Canberra or fucking New Zealand in New Zealand. You know what? They like look at their draw last year, and I thought they had a Worse start than what they did because they had a really a bad middle. They had a really bad, bad middle bad period, middle. right? Yeah. But they obviously lost the Dolphins round one, which which was was mm. a shock, and that's one of those. That's a trap game, right? Dolphins every to play for. No one, no one gave them a chance. They come out and bash the Roosters. Then they turned it around. It wasn't the, the most pr- pretty game, but I remember this game. They get the job done against the Warriors. Then they had a really good match against the Rabbitohs after they were down early, mm. had the bye, and then they uh, beat Parramatta. So they had a pretty good start. Then they got yeah. beaten by Melbourne Storm and the rest is 
goes on and they have a, uh, they struggle through the middle period. Few injuries, yeah. Sam Walker got dropped, all that sort of shit happened. So they just need that combination with Brandon Smith, Keary and Walker. Nice and, and early. Teddy. Yeah, an extra year. Teddy gets the ball whenever he wants and sometimes fucks his structure up. Mm. You know what and I mean? Like he just runs, he runs and you just like he steps everywhere and all that kind of stuff. So they just they need to figure that out. Yeah. More control. To win the GF with our friends and partners, the tab, they're $9. To make the grand final, $4.50, pretty low. $9 for the minor premiership, $2.10 for the top four, $1.28 for the top eight, and to miss the eight, $3.30. When we're about to start talking about some of these other teams in the top four, lost some big players, man, specifically the Broncos and the Mm. Panthers. And they haven't. They haven't, and they've added Spencer Lenu and Dom Young. And they fucked around last year. And they had a down year for the Roosters and they got to the second rounds of the playoffs. Mm. Like imagine if they... And they, they were had, banged up at the end yeah, of the year too. Yeah, they were banged up. Everyone was injured and they still had that. And that's their culture. They've got one of the best cultures in the game. Mm. Imagine if... Imagine all of them had career years, mm. right? They have like a, wari- a Warriors team who had like seven in the Dallium finalists. Well, a couple of these guys are on their pretty much their last run potentially for the Yeah, Roosters. we'll have a look so at Billy Smith, right? He's going to be playing for his contract. Oh, no, I'm talking about OGs that have done it and won it before. Oh, yeah, but, I'm Jared, just, yeah, like, Tubes, it, but, even, but even like Teddy, right? He's mm. going to be under the pump Teddy, this year. Yep. So imagine if he fucking brings out a golden boot year. Mm. He's still got it. He's still got it. He just he's capable. Was, of yeah, it. he's capable of everything. You know, Joey Manu. He probably had a down year last year. Yeah. Compared to what Joey Manu can do, Joey Manu can do, and Suwali was at it probably a down year. Tupo had down years. Crichton was at a down year. Like it was, it was, it was shining lights, like Lindsay Collins and all that. Yeah. Brandon Smith had a down year. Yep, for sure. Like the butchers were fucking guns all year because they're consistent. Victor, Rad, Victor Radley was in and out because of suspension, and he and he and he sort of he he digressed the heat because sure. they fucked around with his game, and yeah. he was he was scared of like belting blokes. He wasn't, yeah. So it wasn't the same, Victor Radley. So hopefully, you know, if these guys have their best year. They will be very hard to beat. Yeah, because right. they've got the talent. Lindsay Collins, well probably coached, a, probably a standout, and that butcher was really good as well. But even Eden but everyone, butcher, but everyone I, else, but everyone butcher, else yeah. wasn't. They weren't as dominant as they could be. Imagine if they're as dominant as they can be. They will fucking they'll go toe to toe with the Panthers. Another player to watch, Xavier Vaa. He's a young, exciting forward that's coming through. He's uh, got a boxing background as well. They got him for a couple of years ago. Um, he's a real player to watch. Right. And that team's stacked enough with young talent coming through with some nice OGs. And they're, in there. Look, they're flagging that. They were in grand finals. They're legit. You know, like they've got some really good kids that, that are coming from up north and they fly them down every weekend to play. Yeah. And I've watched, I remember watching them last year. I was like, shit. Some right. gun centers, good five eights, really well drilled. Um, speaking of the team, they, you said they might made it through to the uh, second round of the finals because they knocked out the Cronulla Sharks week one, mate. Uh, the Sharks 2024 gains. Billy Burns, third degree Burns, is actually at the Dragons. Um, he had said unsigned from the mm-hmm. Dragons breakdown. Michael Gabriel was a part of that swap for Connor Tracy, the young yeah. kid from the Bulldogs. Their losses, pretty big. Wade Graham, a lot of a lot of footy in Wade Graham and Matt Moylan, um, with Wade, Ra- games, Wade Graham retiring and Matt Moylan going to the Lee Leopards. Connor Tracy is part of that swap to yeah. the Bulldogs, and Jensen Tamo Powell is unsigned. Apologies if I uh, got that name wrong. Predicted lineup, I think this is pretty solid, but there could be a bit of a question mark in particular around probably Sifatelikai. But Will Kennedy, Sione Katoa. Jesse Ramian, Sai Sifatelikai, and Ronald Molotel- Ronaldo Molotalo are my back five. Great back um, five. Kate Dykes will be putting a bit of pressure on, on Will Kennedy for sure. And um, K 
Kale Eero uh, has been in the squad for a while Iroh. now. Tony Iroh's son, isn't it? Kyle Iroh. Uh, Kyle Iroh. Um, that's a great, like, Kevin think, Iroh's kid. I think it's Kevin Iroh's son, yeah. Um, he's a part Good of the stop. mix as well. So um, I think that back he, five will be the starting. He can fucking play. Yeah, he's silky. So I think, I think their back five was outstanding last year. Mm. It's still got one of the best back fives. They just Weren't mixed it up a little before. bit. No, but they, I don't know what I don't know what happened to them. Mm. Like they just fell off. Yeah, the amount of pressure on just say coaches, right? The left just edge say, had dramas all year. Oh, they were just going straight through them. They and just it, and they, it knocked the because of Moylan. Because Moylan, like he was just he was fucking up his defense. It wasn't just it wasn't just but like because the back row was turning yeah. in, the middles were doing it, and it was something from inside out. Yeah, and it got exposed at the three man. Wingers coming up. It was, they were just all over the shot, and especially defensively taught by Craig Fitzgibbon, who's one of the best, mm. for them to be fucking up. And they didn't just fuck up for one week. No. It was like six weeks. Yeah, six so weeks. you just work and then you have a long shot on the third man and like you'd just be scoring tries. You know when they improved? When they inserted Wado back into the starting line. Yeah. And that was only because T. Wilton got done with that, his that, that, that's the Yeah, that T guy. Like he, was, he was the foreman. And it was just, yeah, it was all over but the But it coincided with also at the same time they were about to get dropped. So Trindle comes in. Yes. He's my sixth, by the way, with Nicholas Hines. That's right. And he was bad defensively. And he 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 popped in with Wado and they went on a good little run. Mm. They, they got a bit of a resurgence. But when they got pumped in, at, at uh, Shark Park and Trindle was playing, I remember I was just like, wow, defensively they got too many spots. Mm. They had Nico Hines, they had Trindle, they had Moylan. Mm. They got the young kid Brayley in the middle. They're halves across the board. Even Nico too, he's got, he will cop some criticism as well from Sharks fans. For whatever reason, their three mans just didn't defend well mate. last year at all. They're not so. good defenders. And they need to work on those combinations with the four men. And like Fitzy was one of the best four men in the game. Mm. So he needs to like be teaching those kids because they were like all over the shop. It'd be a massive focus for them, wouldn't it? Yeah, all, defense, all defense because everything else, everything else is there. They've got everything else. Like, like I would have thought they would have made the grand final or had a big crack, you know. Like Fitzy would have been fucking filthy. Mm. Especially like just say, just say with the Bulldogs roster and like lower teams like, you know, like uh, the Tigers. It's different when you don't have the cattle. Right yes. to win the comp, if, but when you've your got expectations when you got the comp, when you got the expectations and you got the cattle, like Parramatta, like the like uh, the, Rabbitos, the rabbits, sharks, the sharks, North Queensland, you're like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, we've got rock star players. That's what like some builds. of the best, some of the best players in the positions, and you don't make the eight. That'd be more disappointing than than not making the eight at the Bulldogs because we weren't expected to make the eight. You know what I mean? Like we don't have the roster like that. We don't well, have they come a M player of the year. They finished the league. So this is twice now. So a big problem with the Sharks. Let me finish off the lineup. Then we'll yeah. get to that, right? I've uh, got Braden Hamler in LA and Toby Rudolph. I like Locks, that. Front row. Blake Braley. I thought he was really good again a, last year. Yeah. He's continued just to get a little bit better every year. You're knocking on the door. Britton Nakora, outstanding again. Best. Teague Wilton. Yeah. Up and down, uh, then he gets injured. Uh, Dale Finucan, but I, I really do like Teague Wilton, but he's just got to cement himself now as a first grader. Another preseason. Dale Finucan, a lot of injuries, a lot of suspensions, sort of swapping him with Cam McInnes. Um, he's another one of those guys that he, he's got more, more of a present probably day-to-day training than he does on the field at this point of his career, but still super important. Still makes 50 tackles. Royce Hunt and Tom Hazleton were really good off the bench right. for him. Big boy, Hazleton. Yeah, both those guys. And I wouldn't be surprised if maybe Royce Hunt in particular pushes Brandon and Ham Uali for a spot in the, in the front and row. And even, like, even Rudolph. None mm. of them are locks. No. Like, they're decent players. But uh, Helen Llewelli, when he's on, 
He's their dude. I think he, Toby Rudolph is a lock just because he offers something different. Like he's not that uh, – he's their worker. Just depends on how hard Royce Hunt plays and trains. If he goes after it okay. and gets, and gets fit and, and gets fit, yep. he's got like – He's like a fucking uh, Fenor Blake. Yeah. He's got those vibes, man. I agree. Like he's got the footwork. He's got those real strong hips. He's got an offload. He just needs to be fit. If Roy Sant can get the engine of Toby Rudolph, he's definitely got the yeah. You need the Dolph. You need the Dolph out there because yeah. he just doesn't stop. Yeah. So the, I don't think I don't think that they're going to put that much pressure on him. To be honest, I just think you know because Hamlin Welly is he's, he's he does. He's very consistent, right? Mm. Few injuries. It's all for what happened because it was a fucking hip drop last year. I could have been filthy on that as well. And like Toby Rudolph, he was up and down last year. He was injured. Yeah, he, didn't he, play, he didn't play his best year, so they'll be hungry. He was about hungry. half a dozen games yeah, he did. with an ankle or foot injury. Yeah, yeah, it was a bad injury. So it's sort of put yeah, a bit of a Liz Frank. When they come back though, because they went through a bad period through that mm. middle pit and – Royce Hunt and Tom Hazleton were so good coming off the bench. Yeah. It threw them out when they had to start and they didn't have that same punch coming it's off different, the bench. Yeah, it's different. When you're coming off the bench, the fucking the amount of energy is gone mm. when you get off in 20 minutes. I mean, it's still there, but when you start games in the front row and you've got to set standards and you've got to be that dude, it's fucking hard. It takes my, its toll. My play to watch, Michael Gabriel, who's an outside back that's come over for Connor Tracy. You guys at Bulldogs probably weren't looking for a younger guy that – Got a more probably more established guys in your backs that you you've got there mm. with these. Um, I think it's a good trade for Connor Tracy as well. You get a young kid yeah. coming over about 19, 20. Connor Tracy goes to the dogs. He'll probably start I, straight away, and yeah. Michael Gabriel and can I be given a couple of years. Like, I think Connor Tracy. I thought he had some outstanding games last year. He was really good. I was running over two hundred and some meters all the time. But I don't, I'm not sure like where what Ciro's looking at putting him at, like Taff or him in the centers. Do you put Chariot centers? Do you put Connor Tracy at right centre. I want him with the ball. I'm looking at more of the Sharks' sense, uh, point of view. I think it's a strong indication of how Craig Fitzgibbon feels about Kennedy. Because oh, he played really good when he played. He's when he played dude. fullback, there was question marks whether Kennedy was ever going to be able to come back and take the spot from Connor Tracy. The fact that they let Connor Tracy go mm. is a great indication for Mate. both either Will Kennedy or they really love well, Kate Tyson. They, they, trust, they trust Kennedy. Mm. He's been their man for like, what, what, three or four years? So underrated. Ages, Super mate. silky. Finishes silky. that shape nicely. He helps that back five so much. All right, here's a question from Mickey89. Does Hines need a halves partner that controls the team around the park to start beating up? Beating, start start beating the top no, four Nico, sides. Nico Hines needs to do that. Mm. Like he got Mickey89. He needs to be like dominant every game. Getting the ball like Joey Johns used to get the ball. Like JT used to get the ball. He's one of the best short side runners of, of fucking in the game right now. Yeah, he'd be he'll up get down the there. Yeah, he'll get down there. He'll pull your fucking pants down. If you're Him, like, Munster, Moses. Yeah, really good at he's it. really good at it. So um, he's got a few things to work on, like defensively, but like attack wise. And he's such a big body that defense. He's, he's, like, he's yeah. big boy. He should he's be not small. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He's got. He's got. It's an attitude thing, mindset. You know, like in Fitz, he's like one of the best coaches there. He's got to get that in him. You know, the more the good halves, you've got to be able to tackle, mate, because they're going to come at you more and more because they're going to expose him because everyone knows that he's not a strong defender. So you're going to be making like 25, 30 yeah. on that. You can't hide anymore. I think he may – I reckon he has more um, mental lapses more than anything. Yeah. Like some of the decisions that I see him make is 
Especially, especially last year. He's like, I read, and I think that happens because he's got too much on his plate. Mm. So I wouldn't mind an out and out like seven playing with him, like a Chad Townsend, for instance. Like yeah, yeah, if, a guy who can game manage. If, Jack, if Chad Townsend was to become available next year after the Cowboys, let him retire. Then. I mean, he, I'm, I, I want to see how Braden Trindle goes for at least a half a season because you remember. Like, so Trindle was over. He was overweight when he first came in. He didn't look fit. He looked fit. Five last year. years. Oh, five years. About five weeks, he obviously took it fucking serious, mm. and he got fit. Yeah, he looked. He's fit last a little year. gun, but he I think just, you just—he's he, he, the best, like fucking Batman and Robin. He's the best Robin. Yeah, you I know, Nico I, Hines just needs to fucking just play how Nico Hines plays. I, I think Nick. Don't I think, I think it. Nico could overplay. Could really use a player that controlled it a little bit more, though, rather than a Braden Trindle who's probably a little bit more X Man, factor. Braden Trindle just wants to play. He plays mm. whatever's in front of him, and so does Nico Hines. So it's hard to have both these blokes who just fucking play. It's like they just play whatever's in front of him. It's great. But it's not great for structure. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it I, goes. I, I, I love halfbacks like that. Just yeah. go away, just go at the line. Just, just depends what fits he attack, wants. Attack. Yeah, it just depends what fits he wants. He doesn't want to get a cut on the side on a fourth tackle. Well, because because fucking Nico Hines sees some markers down. Fits him one. I'll be happy with my predicted finish. I've got them in thirteen to seventeen. Yeah, I've got them out of the eight. And people they think I hate the sharks. They burn Sh- sharks fans. No, I didn't have the sharks in there. I actually thought the sharks were going to drop out of the eight. Did you? But we, we, we went back on, didn't we? No, you did. I didn't. You, oh. you, you, you were correct. I got hammered by Sharks fans. Um, for oh, them well. to win the GF, $21. To make the GF, $10. To win the minor premiership, $23. To make the top four, $4. To make the top eight, $1.90. To miss the eight, $1.80. I just think um, when you lose a players like Andrew Fafida and Wade Graham, the same is why... I have the Raiders in the same position, losing Jared Croker and Jack yeah. Whiten. I'm really big on leadership and, and captains and losing captains. Especially in this day and age, right? I think we are blessed uh, to play with a lot of leaders, right? It's very hard to get a leader on and off the field, like your captains and stuff like that. I remember playing most of the teams. You know, you had the Ogre, Bobcat, Steve Price, myself, Luke Patton. Like, we were all part of leadership groups and, ca- and, and captains. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Now... There's not that many. You know what I mean? Like, there's not that many in groups. They're all, all decent plays, but the leadership is different. Captaincy is different. Yeah, you can't force it too you with can't. success. Yeah. Like Wade, you know, Wade's. Like Wade has one grand finals. You know, you Moises, can't put Moises that. played Origin. Um, yeah. Bopper, Andrew Fafita. Yeah, he's part a, of the. It's going to be a loss, right? Yeah. But it's not going to be that big a loss because they're at the, they're at the, there's a reason why they retired. Oh, by the way, I forgot to get your prediction. You've got so many teams in the top eight. Roosters top eight? Yeah, Roosters are. What about Sharks? Fucking no. No, I don't I know. I don't know. There wasn't going to be any room for Penrith I know. That's why I can't, put Bron- <laughs> I can't put Penrith and Broncos in. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll go through. And once we get through all these teams, I'll we'll just have really have a think about it and just go, okay, well, we've dissected them all. Because well, I did put the fucking Tigers in there, didn't I? Uh, yeah, yeah, you did. It was my first team. Well, and I think no, it was the first team and I put them straight in. And I think you put the Titans in too. Mm. Whether, still, whether, I'm still sticking by Titans. Okay. Yeah, uh, don't worry about I that. I think you said Titans top four. Yeah. I'm not worried. I'm not worried about that. I'm just the other ones that they'll be like, oh, don't get carried away, mate. Right. <laughs> so we get, we get a lot of comments about that. All right, let's move on to the Newcastle Knights 2024 games. Kai Pierce, Paul, and Will Price come over from the UK. Wigan Warriors and Huddersfield Giants, respectively. Jack Cogger comes from the winning Panthers with some really great experience at the back mm. end of the year. Uh, he also comes with Tom Jenkins, uh, who's going to who was sort of 
the swingman wing player for them at the back end of last year as well. Jed Cartwright comes from the Rabbitohs. Um, and their losses, Dom Young, Roosters, Lachlan Fitzgibbon, Warrington Wolves, Simi Sasangi, Raiders, Lachlan Miller, Leeds Rhinos, Farmanu Brown, Hullasee, Oren Keeley, Dolphins, Kurt Mann, Bulldogs, Dane, Oka, Falau, unsigned, Heimel Hunt, unsigned, Jack Johns, unsigned. Their predicted Jeez. lineup. Um, pretty straightforward for the back five, but the vacant spot that Dom Young leaves. So I've gone Kalen Ponger at fullback. I've gone Dane Gagai and Bradman Best in the centres. Greg Marzu was outstanding last year in the wing. I think Anari Tuwala would probably be the front row for that yeah. for the front runner front for that runner. wing spot. But Thomas Jenkins Jenkins comes over. Um, he was he did he really, genuine winger. He did really well. Yeah, he's a winger. He filled in for Taruva and Brian Price. Uh, Will Price is like a fullback six seven. Like he's old man. Yeah, bit bit all over the shop. <laughs> so. I'm intrigued to see how he sort of finds a spot in, in the back yeah, line and, and pushes for a spot because interesting. Um, I think they'll stick with the spine that finished the back end of the season that mm. it went all the way to the Warriors. I've got Tyson Gamble at six. I've got Jackson Hastings at seven. Obviously, Jack Cogger comes over from Penrith. I think he's going to put a lot of pressure on both of them. Yeah, and uh, Adam O'Brien has also come out and said this week that those three players in particular are all competing for those spots. So... Um, at, this, at this stage, it's up for grabs. Front row, these two were really impressive last year. Jacob Saifidi, he got an extension off the back of it mm. with Leo Thompson, yeah, who was like one Leo of the Thompson. most improved players in the competition. Mm. I've got Phoenix Crossland beating out Jalen Braley, even though Jalen Braley was a skipper before he went down. I think Phoenix Crossland was probably the most improved player out of that spine last year and a big reason why... The Knights were playing really good footy at the back end of the year. Tyson Frizzell is one back row. Adam Elliott was the lock. I've got Kai Pierce-Paul, the English back rower who played for the England okay. in the World Cup a couple of years ago as the other option. And one other option who might be pushing and play a little bit of back row when Fitzgibbon was out was Dylan Lucas. Um, he played about half a dozen games in the back row last year. I think he's a converted winger. Um, as for the bench, we've got – if it's not Jaden Braley starting, then it would be – uh, Jaden Braley on the bench in the 14, fighting with Jack Cogger, mm -hmm. I think, can play in the 14. He obviously played 14 in the, yeah. for the Panthers in the grand final, and that worked out all right. Gives him a lot of versatility. Size. Um, Daniel Saifidi has one bench player. Jack Hetherington is another. And Mudders Croker and Brady Jones fighting it out for that 17 jersey. Another player to watch is Will Price, who could easily find himself in the 14 jersey as well. Um, interesting team. Yeah, it's it's still a good team, a really good team. I've got predicted finish nine to twelve. Yeah, I've got them right. just side of the out of the eight. I sort of they had a really good run at the back end of the year, they but they remind fire, me man. a little bit of 09 Parramatta Eels, where they had that real good run. At the no back one end of the compared season. to that fucking run. Come but on. They went all the way to the grand final, but then they also dropped off. My first year went back down. Yeah, but you the following no year. one played like the Hain Hain playing. That was one of the best individual. Fucking eight weeks I've ever seen. I highly agree. But there were some similarities. So, so I get it. I get it. There were some similarities. Ponga bought him there. For sure. That's it. Yeah. And Ponga went on a freakish run and uh, was unbelievable. Can he maintain it? We'll, we'll see. We've got some like questions. He, no, it's not like he's rookie year. Like he can do it. He just he, needs some help. A little he, bit of help. Yeah. Here's one for you. I got this one on uh, on Instagram actually. Nofaluma. 
a candidate to the Knights, well, replace the big English lad, Nofalume. Uh, great uh, Do you think he'd be? Yes. Like the, I forgot there's a vacancy there. The best part of the the Knights last year was David. I mean, Greg Marzu and and Don, yeah, Don Hunt, yeah. great finishers. But I think the yardage. I think their yardage carries were equally as important as their tries. Hundred percent. They do. They did let in a lot of tries too defensively. Marju is not that fucking. Smart. He got a lot better last year. Yeah, he's he's picked up his game. He was nowhere near as bad but as. But that's Titans why before. you have pre seasons and you're just nonstop learning. Yeah, you know, no Faluma, he's already tried and tested. He's a good defender. He's got a, he's got like he could do a job there easy. Yeah, like, why wouldn't a, you, like, why wouldn't you go there? That's got to be an option, right? Because well, you go into an option, as you said, look, there's a, there's a vacancy at South, right? There's a vacancy at Newcastle. Everyone else is pretty jammed up. I'd say Parramatta would be open to it potentially as well. Um, there, there are about half a dozen teams that could do with a solid winger like Alfaluma. Mm. If, if, and it's a big question, people are willing to, or coaches are really willing to look at what's happened to the Tigers and go, is he going to be too much baggage for us? Or mm. are they going to just judge him on sort of what happened before Well, that? this is why you need these meetings one-on-one. Intel. You know, you, you, can't, you cannot be judging on what the freaking hell, you know, like what the West Tigers are saying. There's three sides to every story. Yeah. You've got to sit down. Like I've met no, Noel Faluna a heap of times. He's a good kid. Doesn't seem like that. But they want to control the narrative, right? He hasn't come out and said anything openly, has he? Like no Faluna. I think he'd be doing everything behind the scenes trying to sort a team out before he come out. Yeah, said yeah. And stupid. then yeah, just, yeah. yeah. He's, he's better off not saying a fucking word. Yeah. Because they'll just add more fire, more fuel to the fire. But, you know, Newcastle will be... They hit some fucking fire, right? Predictive finish. You still think they can make the eight? Doubt, I still doubt the halves. Yeah. You know, like so Hastings and Gamble. And I, I do as well, mate. Like and I've, the nine. Like, I, don't, like, I think Phoenix Trossen's all right, but like, needs like to do it Braley's, again. Braley's a lot better. Well, Braley's been inju- injury prone now for so a while. Bad. I thought Phoenix Crossland. I feel Crossland, so sorry for him. This is, this is what I liked about Phoenix Crossland. Yeah. I think he was in a position when he was coming through where he was playing multiple positions. Half. He was a halfback. Yeah, he's playing half. He was playing off the bench. He was playing hooker. When you get an opportunity, just actually lock into a position. Yeah. Like, being yeah. A, being like, like, trust, you're playing nine yes. for us. You're playing all year. Get used to it. Yep. And he did. Um, so, for them to, to win the GF, mate, $26, $12 to make the GF, $26 to win the minor premiership. $5 to make the top four, $2.20 to make the eight. And the tab agree with me, $1.58 to miss the eight. They don't have them as part of their top eight. Um, I've got a question here for you. This is for Big Willie. What was the best part about living and playing for Newcastle during your time? Oh, well, I'm a Newcastle boy, right? So um, the, the amount of support that you get from the community is crazy. Like they just love you, you know. They, they their whole heart is like set on Newcastle. Is it the strongest rugby league community in the league? It'll I be think up so. there, right? Yeah, I think so. I think um, what was that? They did a stat. It was um, the productivity of Newcastle on a Monday if we lose goes down fifteen percent. We at work. People, people not turn up to work and yeah, depressed. They're just and, fucking pissed off, yeah. and then when you win, it's up. You know, so like just the love that you get from from the people, they just. Like there's the only the only club that can remember they went on the a loss like a ridiculous loss yeah. and they got more people going to the game yeah to support them to get through it like that that doesn't happen that's a rough if you years. Go, if you go if you go like if you lose like what the hell they'll lose like ten in a row or something like that mm. you people will be wearing fucking brown paper bags yeah 
Like they turned up they turned more. Up. They turned yeah. up more. That's how much they love Newcastle. You, and, you, and if you rip in for the town, you know, like I ripped in for Newcastle. I'm a Newcastle boy, so it was more of a pride thing. I just love Newcastle, you know. Like, yeah. So they respect you even more. They what about like living there? What's they don't like people who fucking come in there for the big bucks and don't perform. Yeah. Then you you get questioned to your face. Yeah, yeah. So they fuck. They're like that. Will they catch you down at? Uh, oh, they'll just come sit, sit next to you. What's the local King Street? King Street. Yeah, Pub, King Street. The, but just yeah. like even you're out for breakfast. Yeah. Like I remember. Um, so Mullows was copping a fair bit of shit. And I used to live with Mullows, and like some bloke just comes up and goes, "Fuck, hey, good game last night." And I'm like he he's talking. This but Mullows way, is right? local too, though. Yeah, but I know. Yeah, I don't care. Still gave it to him. He's like, "Fire out." Jeez, you're playing well, big fella. Oh, it'd be different if your halves were playing all right. There's your six and this and that. And I was like, I oh, know, you just tell him. And he's like, you'd think that he'd be a little bit stand. He goes, oh, fucking hell, Jared Munn, pick your fucking game up. Just like started hammering. I was just like, oh, my God. What did Mullo say? Mullo's like, sorry, you know, sorry, mate. Like, just sort of saying, like, sorry, mate, I'll try and do better. Like, Mullo's trying, like, he's, he was a fucking gun. He was yeah. trying his ass off. Like Tyron Roberts and all these other guys were copping a heap because like we had a great forward pack, but they just blamed the halves. But you had a good year in third. Yeah, had a good year. Yeah, yeah, they just don't care. Yeah. You know, it was, it's, it, mate, it's good. To, it's good to live there, mate. Mary, it got it got voted uh, Lonely Planet's top ten places to live in the world in 2014. So I was sitting next to Wayne Bennett on the on the fucking plane, right? So he goes, "You fuck, I wouldn't think so." <laughs> like the amount, like because because everyone just so. Miserable don't sometimes give, if we lose, if you lose, right? Don't give Newcastle some fans. No, I love I love man. Newcastle, but I, I know why it's beautiful because like you're on the you're on the you're on the beach, right? You're beautiful, beautiful, like when you got your vineyards and everything like that. You have a look at it like strategic, like just say like geographically, it's yeah. ridiculous. Mm. Half an ounce of one of the best like wineries in the world. Like you can live on the water, you know what I mean? Like there's just it's a beautiful place. It's a beautiful a place spot. to um like you know, to raise place. kids and all that sort of stuff. And yeah, I love I love living there. I grew up in Toronto West, it's obviously about southwest of Newcastle and commission houses and all that sort of shit. So being in Newcastle, like everyone like I've never I like I went from Toronto West down to Belmore. Mm. Right. I never lived in Newcastle. So oh, I never really knew it. Yeah, I never really knew it. Like, you know, being there it's totally different from being a seventeen year old kid to thirty two. Yeah, already done everything in the game, everything like that. And they, I think they respected me more because I come back. Yep. You know, so like – and then I played fucking hard for those guys. I, I loved it. Well, it'll be interesting to see how they go next year. The last one of our prediction and breaking the lineups. Coming up next week, we have the top four on Thursday. Panthers, Broncos, Storm and Warriors. And also remember, with all of these odds, what are you really gambling with? And if you need free and confidential support called Gambling Help Online – dot org dot au or call 1-800-858-858 so see you on thursday gamble responsibly